But now it's Jimmy Hines. Jimmy Hines is going to win the race. Jim Hines is the winner. Let it Jim Hines. A gold medal in the Olympic Games. The world's fastest human. I don't think it'll be remembered as a uh, as a Jesse Owens, uh, possibly not even a Bob Hayes, but uh, when they start talking about sprinters and people who understand track and field, you know, the name Jim Hines would have to be brought up. The 10-second barrier has been a milestone for decades in the men's 100-meter dash. A time of 9.9 seconds was seen as a rite of passage into becoming an elite sprinter and among one of the best in the world. Though running sub-10 is commonplace today amongst the top sprinters in the world, about 50 years ago, in 1968, no man had ever broken the barrier. Not until Jim Hines. My name is Anderson for Track and Field Black History, and today, We'll tell the story of Jim Hines from the United States, the first man to ever break the 10-second barrier in the 100-meter dash. Born in Dumas, Arkansas in 1946, Hines, along with his 11 other siblings, moved to Oakland, California when he was just six years old. His father and mother were in search of better working and better living conditions than what they had experienced in the South. This was a common occurrence in the 20th century as part of the ongoing black migration in which many black families fled the southern United States for better conditions in the Northeast, Midwest, and Western states. While in Oakland, Hines grew up playing baseball, eventually playing as a center fielder on his middle school team. During that time, the local high school track and field coach caught wind of Hines and his all-around athleticism. He convinced Hines to join the track team as he would be moving into high school very soon. Though he did have a love for baseball, once he left middle school, Hines eventually joined the McClymans High School track and field team and quickly became one of the best athletes in the country and had the potential to be one of the greatest athletes in the world. Over the next few years, Hines focused on the sprints, specifically the 100-yard and 200-yard dashes, and seldom lost any races during his time at McClyman's High School. It's important to note that, though the 100-meter dash was contested at the Olympics and many international competitions, in the decades prior to the 1980s, most U.S. athletes, especially high school athletes, ran the 100-yard dash. In 1960, the 100-meter dash world record was 10.0 seconds run by Armin Harry of West Germany and Harry Jerome of Canada. The 100-yard world record was 9.3 seconds, run by multiple men over the past few years. During Heinz's sophomore year of high school, he ran a 100-yard dash time of 9.7 seconds, showing the potential to be arguably one of the greatest sprinters in the history of the sport. In his senior year, he improved his 100-yard dash time to 9.4 seconds, and by the time he graduated in 1964, he was ranked as the top high school sprinter in the entire United States. Shortly after, Hines had the opportunity to attend Texas Southern University in Houston, Texas on an athletic scholarship. Not only would he be competing for an HBCU, but he would also now be coached by Bobby Morrow, the 1956 Olympic champion in the 100, 200, and 4x100 meter relay. In his freshman year, Hines finished second place in the 220-yard dash at the AAU Championships but then came back to win the race just a year later. Though he won the 220-yard dash at the 1966 championships, he finished second place that year in the 100-yard dash to the eventual world number one ranked Charlie Green, who competed for the University of Nebraska. That was a devastating loss as winning the 200-yard was an accomplishment, 
but the 100-yard dash was his core event and Hines wanted to shine there. But in the following years, Hines would finally come to realize the potential he had shown growing up and become the fastest 100-meter sprinter in track and field history. In 1967, Hines returned to the AAU championships and this time finished ahead of Charlie Green to win the 100-yard dash. That same year, he also managed to equal the world records in both the 100-yard and 100-meter dash, running times of 9.1 and 10.0 respectively. The 100-meter dash and Jim Hines, a junior from Texas Southern, fights off both gusting winds and big-name sprinters to win, equaling the world record of 10 seconds flat. Charlie Green, never beaten before in this event, takes another tumble. Hines said with a better start, he might have broken the record. That 100-yard dash time of 10.0 seconds put him on the cusp of breaking the 10-second barrier and achieving a feat no one had ever done before. Though the world records were kept as hand time to the tenth of a second, automatic times down to the hundredth of a second were also recorded for some high-profile races. Heinz's 10.0 world record was auto-timed at 10.17 seconds, which was actually slower than the time of 10.06 seconds run by Bob Hayes at the 1964 Olympic Games in Tokyo. Just a year later though, Heinz would finally achieve that milestone every man in the sport had been chasing. On June 20th, 1968, the AAU Championships in Sacramento, California would come to be known as the Night of Speed, as Heinz, Charlie Green, and Ronnie Ray Smith all equal and surpass the previous 100-meter world record in a span of just two and a half hours. In the first semifinal, Heinz would finally break the 10-second barrier with a time of 9.9 seconds in the 100-meter dash. That would officially be the first time in history any man would run under 10 seconds. But finishing in second place just behind him was Ronnie Ray Smith, who was also given a time of 9.9 seconds to break the barrier as well. Finally, in the second semifinal race, Charles Green also ran 9.9 seconds to equal the world record and break the barrier. In the 100 meter final, Green would come away with the win in a time of 10.0 seconds, though all three men would now be walking away from the meet with a personal best of 9.9 seconds, Hines became the first person in history to break that milestone. As previously noted, these were all recorded as hand-timed, but the unofficial auto times were noted as 10.14 for Ray Smith, 10.10 for Charles Green, and 10.03 for Hines. What that meant was, Hines had also surpassed the auto time of 10.06 seconds run by Bob Hayes four years prior at the 1964 Olympics. After winning the 100 meter dash at the Olympic trials in a time of 10.0 seconds, Hines' next goal was to win the Olympic gold medal at the 1968 games in Mexico City, Mexico. The Mexico City Olympics were arguably overshadowed by various movements going on at the time. The Mexican student movement had been unjustly ended a few days prior with the massacre of up to 400 unarmed civilians. And in the United States, the civil rights movement was in full swing with the recent assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. and the potential of a boycott from the Olympic Games by black athletes, not only to provide recognition for the struggles of black Americans in the USA, but also as a way to ensure that South Africa, which was under apartheid at the time, would not participate in the games, which it did not between 1964 and 1988. In the 60s, especially in, in, in 1967 and 68, uh, there was a lot of turmoil here in the United States of America. 
There was the black issue, you know, there was the white issue. But uh, when you're training, when you're an athlete, uh, you want to go out and prove that you are capable of doing something. And the Olympics is the biggest venue in the world. At the 1968 Games, though, Hines was deemed a favorite, but would be facing some tough competition from fellow Americans Charles Green and Mel Pender, as well as Jamaica's Lennox Miller and France's Roger Bommack. There is Charlie Green. He's grown a beard since you saw him last at the Olympic trials. Lane three is Jimmy Hines, number 279 there. Running next to him will be Lennox Miller as we move across number 536 from Jamaica and the University of Southern California. Then Captain Mel Pender, almost 31 years old, and this is the last big try. Next to him, another dangerous threat, Roger Bambouk of France. The last two lanes, in lane seven, number 171, Harry Jerome, the veteran of Canada, bronze medalist in this event four years ago. Rounding out the field, the big surprise, Jean-Louis Ravelamansoa of Madagascar. After progressing through the rounds, Heinz lined up in lane three for the final, and all of his hard work finally paid off. It's a good start. Mel Pender got his usual great start. But now it's Jimmy Hines. Jimmy Hines is going to win the race. Jim Hines is the winner. Lennox Miller in second and Tony Jimmy third. Jim Hines has come on to achieve it. A gold medal in the Olympic Games. The world's fastest human. Hines crossed the finish line first with a time initially flashing up as 9.89 seconds, but it was later confirmed to be 9.95 seconds, a new world record in the event and significantly faster than any man had ever run in the 100-meter dash. For the first time, the 10-second barrier has been pierced. James Hines establishes a new Olympic and world mark, 100 meters in 9.9 seconds. Just a few days later, Hines joined his U.S. teammates in the 4x100-meter relay, running the anchor leg and bringing home another gold medal in another world record time of 38.24 seconds. Primer lugar, y campeón olímpico, James Hines, Estados Unidos de Norte América. In 1977, the IAAF began to require and only ratify records that had fully automatic timing use, which at the time meant that Heinz's 9.95 from Mexico City in 1968 was officially considered the sole world record. His record would stand for almost 15 years until Calvin Smith of the USA ran 9.93 seconds in July of 1983. His Olympic record though stood for almost 20 years until September 1988 when Carl Lewis ran 9.92 seconds at the Seoul Olympic Games. Shortly after the 1968 Olympics, Heinz signed a professional contract to play football with the Miami Dolphins as a wide receiver in what was at the time known as the American Football League. Unfortunately, despite being the fastest man on earth, his talent didn't necessarily translate to the field. Heinz earned the nickname Oops because he was never really able to develop the skills necessary to be successful in football. Heinz ended his pro football career just two years later in 1970 after being traded and playing one game with the Kansas City Chiefs. After his full retirement from sports altogether, Heinz established a foundation that provided support for women and children who were the victims of abuse as well as the homeless in his hometown of Oakland. So that's the story of Jim Hines, 1968 Olympic champion and the first person to ever break the 10 second barrier in the 100 meter dash. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the Instagram for more stories and athlete highlights. And we'll be back again next time with more track and field black history. Thanks for listening.